What's up? Welcome in to the Tigers Avenue. Um, Al Landry, let's freaking go. Football is here. No doubt about it, baby. No doubt about it, baby. Camp has started. Uh, obviously, Zach, I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about camp. Come on. Of course. Rob, what's up, baby? Good evening to you as well. Uh, it's going to be a great show here tonight in the Tigers Avenue. We got some stuff to talk about. Hey, we're going to talk about some football recruiting as well because, I mean, boy, the month of July was interesting. The month of August can be just as interesting. Uh, Agreed. So, I mean, it can get real interesting real quick. I mean, like tomorrow it can get interesting, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, BK Takeover, uh, I fully intend, will continue. I mean, let's just – just we'll just leave it there. I mean, I mean, come on. Uh, tomorrow, big commit. Um, uh, we're going to discuss football camp after that, and then uh, we're going to continue uh, our series to preview the positions. And today, Zach, one one I'm quite excited about, one, one that I think uh, is going to be fun to discuss, the linebacker room uh, for the LSU Fighting Tigers. I, I feel like my – what's going on with my, my thing here? What do, what do you call this right up under your lip? I can't mess up with it. Like this? It, you see this right here? What's going on with it? Like, little, normally, that's kind of – I got a little – golly. I feel like I got a comma on my face. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> – I, I was distracting myself. I'm sorry. I was just, like, looking at it in the camera. I'm like, Lord have mercy. I can't get it to – anyways, anyways. But lots to talk about uh, other than the comma in my beard uh, for LSU sports. Um, uh, just kind of um, to start off briefly – we're not going to spend a whole segment on this, Zach, but uh, Jay Johnson goes out and gets another guy. Yep. Uh, ben Napolt, if I'm saying that correct. Napolt? 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 Napolt. When I saw it, I, for some reason, I wanted to say Napoleon. It's been Napoleon. So, uh, <laughs> got a transfer out of VCU. Uh, look, Zach, this kid uh, I don't think is going to be in your starting nine. But I like the numbers. Like, uh, he batted over 300. He started 54 – or, excuse me, 55 of the 51 games that they played. Um, the best stat, okay, the best stat by far on this kid. The dude got walked 31 times. He only struck out 19 times the entire – season wow when i saw that stat my was my mind was like what 
Like that's that's pretty wild. I'm not I, I don't lie. know if there's a okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if there's a single player on LSU starting lineup this past year that had more walks than they had strikeouts. Like uh, that is unprecedented. I mean, 19 strikeouts compared to 31 walks. Like that's a dude who gets on base. Like that's a dude who can For come sure. to the plate and will battle. Is what it sounds like to get more walks than you have strikeouts. He's battling. Uh, but that that was, I think, a great pickup. You know, again, Zach, I don't think it's a guy uh, who uh, gets in your starting nine. I think he adds some depth to your middle infield. Um, so, great pickup for Jay to get you some depth. I mean, you lost Pineda. You lost uh, – Carter Young. Lost Carter Young. You you know, you had some transfers, guys, uh, like Will Safford uh, left. So, you lost some depth there. And um, so that's a great guy to go and get some depth. Um, but great, great addition to the team. Uh, we'll transition here and we'll start talking about the recruiting front. Uh, as y'all know, um, we had a fantastic July in recruiting and I'm still excited for August because you've got big time commitments coming up with uh, – Shelton Sampson has set his date. He will announce tomorrow. We're time, 3.06 p.m. We're time to, to set a commitment date. But he's going to be announcing tomorrow at 3.06 p.m. You know, looks like a heavy lean for the LSU Tigers, which is really exciting to get a five-star wide receiver out of the state. And then you also have on Monday, um, you have Kylan Jackson, who has set his commitment for um, Monday, which is also seems like a – LSU lean. So two guys that are really big um, guys that you want to get. Uh, they're guys in the state that are, are, are big time players, big time playmakers. And seems like LSU is a lean for, for both of those guys. You know, if, if Brian Kelly yeah. rules them in, I don't, I, bro, how can, L, how can LSU fans continue to complain about recruiting the state? If you reel in those two guys, and you know who 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 are some other guys, Reagan, that we're looking at um, in the recruiting front, uh, and so, that could potentially be announcing soon. That could potentially be uh, LSU. Yeah, look, make no mistake about it. Those who who complain about Brian Kelly's recruiting the state are going to eat crow. Make no mistake about it. I mean, he you already have. I mean, you yeah. kind of already have, right? The dude got the two top running backs in the state yeah. out of uh, Caleb Jackson, Trey Holly. If you land Shelton Sampson tomorrow, top receiver in the class. If you, you know, you, you go and land Lance Hurd, you land, you, are, you already landed Tyree Adams. Like, come on. Like, the dude is recruiting the state perfectly fine. And he's also recruiting other states well. So if he's recruiting Louisiana well, on top of recruiting other states well, I, there's no complaints to be made. And also, you've got to, you, you, you've got to realize these guys have been being recruited, guys like Arch Manning, guys like Derek Williams, guys like Curly Reed, um, Jordan Matthews, who, who who released his top three that didn't include LSU, Tacky Curtis, one you mentioned there. You got to realize these guys have been getting recruited for probably two, some of them, three years. And, you know, Brian Kelly has been on the scene at LSU less than a year, right? So uh, I, I don't – think that the complaining that his his 
recruiting of the state is lacking is valid. Like you didn't even give him the dude a whole year yet. Um, in the in the like, I mean, he's doing well and he hasn't been here a year yet. If you continue to give him, I, I mean, if he continues to coach at LSU, which we fully expect him to, you know, for several years, like like these some of these guys that would leave that are leaving the state now in the next few years probably wouldn't have like if you know what i mean like brian kelly's around recruiting them this staff is recruiting them for several years like some of these guys you probably haul in like some of the guys like Derek williams and curly reed like i think are guys that definitely would have and jordan matthews are definitely guys who would come to lsu you know without a transition and um so that that bothers me that there's a constant nag, and I mean LSU is going to land more uh, Louisiana players than than any other school in the country. So, and- Reagan, it seems like it seems like for me, I'm I'm kind of a little frustrated with the fan base because it seems like there has been more of a worry about Brian Kelly being able to keep and recruit the state yeah. than there yeah. has been a realization. And you mentioned this earlier that he is going to also, on top of that, bring into what he's been doing at Notre Dame, which is recruit nationally, right? Now, LSU obviously is well uh, able to recruit nationally with the brand itself, but this is something that Brian Kelly has had to do his entire tenure at Notre Dame. We we know that. We've talked about that ad ad nauseum, but I think there's been too much focus on can Brian Kelly recruit the state? Can Brian Kelly recruit the state? And not enough focus on, oh, let's let's not forget that this is a guy that knows how to recruit nationally at a very high rate, and he's bringing that to LSU on top of trying to keep the in-state talent in-state. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that hasn't been focused on, hasn't been looked at enough. Uh, as it should be for the fans. Yeah, I, I mean, and then you just look at this year, okay? You got like two at each major position, I feel like, you know, within the state. I mean, two several positions, you have two players. I mean, you got two running backs in the state. Um, by the two end of safeties. it, you, you, two safeties. By the end of it, you're probably going to have two receivers, two of the yep. top receivers, Shelton Sampson, Kai Preen. Um, in the state, he's gone out of the state and gotten Jalen freaking Brown right in Miami, Florida. Um, he's probably going to wind up with continues. two two offensive linemen in the state. Um, and we haven't talked about it yet. Dude, Dern well is probably going to wind up with a quarterback in state. So, yep. look, that's that's something we haven't talked about yet. That's big news, okay? Um, y'all, make no mistake about it, okay? Make make no mistake about it. You're telling me, okay, y'all are worried about this, but they have this big old Bayou splash this past weekend, and then the day coming off the splash, Shelton Sampson announces his commitment date, Kylan Jackson announces his commitment date, and Ricky Collins decommits from Purdue. Yeah, come on! Like LSU is going to be perfectly fine. Brian Kelly is going to be 
perfectly fine in the state of Louisiana. And when it's all said and done, there's going to be a crap ton of players coming out of the state of Louisiana that are going to be in this class. Um, and Zach, I mean, let's let's talk a little bit more in depth about that here for a moment. Ricky Collins, what does that decommitment mean for LSU and this class? Well, to be honest with you, Reagan, I think that LSU would have been okay uh, to miss on a quarterback in this class because you have young guys like Garrett Nussmeyer um, right. and, and Walker Howard waiting in the wings. But I, another thing that I that I think is you it, it's it's always good and almost essential to to have a quarterback in every single class, every single recruiting class. Yeah. Um, and it seems like LSU is trying hard to do that. I mean, he's he's our, the the day he decommitted that night, that following night, he was already crystal balled to LSU 100%. I mean, still Steve Wilfong, Sony Ship, yep. guys like that from 247 have already crystal balled him uh, to be an LSU Tiger. And we know that Kylan Jackson and Shelton Sampson have also been crystal balled to be LSU. So, um, but landing a guy like Ricky Collins is, is massive. And, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of people that, that think he could be the best quarterback in the state. Um, and I, I've watched the highlights. I, I personally think that it's between him and Eli Holstein, um, between the best in the state. Um, yeah. and yes, that's putting Arch Manning at number three, um, either way. So, I know. So, um, and we've talked about that. We obviously feel like the name carries some weight there. I mean, as as it it should. Uh, I mean, you know, in in any situation, in any situation, you know, a a a last name that has that is coming from a legacy is going to carry more weight than than others that 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 don't have that privilege. But probably the greatest quarterback family in football history. I mean, for sure, the greatest quarterback football family, the quarterback um, def- family, yes. definitely. Uh, you know, yeah. history. We, I mean, Tom Brady will have something to say about that, but you know, um, so yeah, I think it's massive uh, the decommitment, and I think that LSU fans should feel very positive about it. Um, I mean, for me, I feel like he he's LSU. Um, I, I fully believe that he is he is going to pick LSU when he when he does yeah. decide to recommit to wherever he's going, I, I think it's going to be LSU. And I think that's big. You know, he can – he's going to probably have to sit a year, um, maybe two, um, if he decides to come to, to LSU. But I think but I think Ricky Collins has a lot of upside, and I'd be excited to see what he can do um, in a Mike Denbrock offense. Yeah. I, 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 look, here's – I may take a little bit different take. I know you said that, you know, it'd be okay if we missed the quarterback in this class. And I think ultimately we would have been okay, okay? Like, ultimately we would have been fine. But I hold the opinion you probably need to get a quarterback in every class in today's day and age. Um, Like, I mean, as we saw two years ago, I guess, or, yeah. But, like, Miles Brennan got hurt, T.J. Finley transferred, you know, like all, you know, all that stuff happened, and then you were left, you know, with Max Johnson, you know, a freshman that year. Um, so I like getting a quarterback every class. Um, and thank God in 2018, whatever it was, 
Edo failed to get a quarterback in the class. That's probably the one time I was glad that he didn't get a quarterback in the class because we wound up with Joe Burrow and it worked yeah. out. And he looked like a genius when in reality he was an idiot. But <laughs> Ricky Collins, bro. Looked into Joe Burrow. Yes. Ricky Collins is perfect fit for what Brian Kelly wants to do. Mike Denbrock wants to do. Like Desmond Ritter, like Mike Denbrock. Mobile quarterback who's got a cannon. Bro, Ricky Collins can sling it. Ricky Collins can get out of a pocket. Ricky Collins can throw footballs accurate while on the run, while off-balanced. I watched his junior season. It was quite impressive, okay? his The highlights from his junior season. Like, very calm under pressure. The pocket would collapse around him, and – he would he would progress in his reads. If there was nothing there, the pocket collapsed. He moved out, and he either took off or a receiver broke open, and he made an accurate throw. Yeah. I mean, and like I mean, it was like a you know like a on the money like dart type of throw, mm-hmm. and he was like you know throwing off his back foot off balance, however it may be. And then, dude, when he's got time in the pocket, and he can drop you know in his three step, and let it loose, the dude can let it fly. Um, so, yeah, I love what I saw from from Ricky Collins, and I think it's a huge decommit for LSU, uh, especially coming off the Bayou Splash. I think I think he's an LSU Tiger already. I mean, I mean, you might as well announce it, but that's just um, my uh, opinion on that because, um, I mean, you don't want to lose a guy with the talent of Ricky Collins not only in the state of Louisiana, but in your backyard at Woodlawn in Baton Rouge. And to somewhere like Purdue. I mean, for me, Reagan, it kind of it kind of feels like a, a yes. similar to a Jack Best situation. You know, like we we see but higher how much talent. But higher. Yeah. But higher. Like the talent level is is is, is higher you know, than how, and Jack Best went to Vanderbilt. Than if he would have gone to Vanderbilt, he'd be the best receiver. Like yes. so period. Yeah. And the same with Ricky Collins. Like he, if he goes to Purdue, he's probably he'd probably end up being the best player on that team. You know, maybe yeah. after a year or two, but he'd yes. end up being the best player there. A hundred percent. So I'm I'm excited about that and the recruiting ahead. I mean, Chilton Sampson's tomorrow, Kylan Jackson's Monday. You know, I would expect Lance Hurd to commit uh, soon. I like our chances there, Ricky Collins. I like our chances. Hey, somebody who's sneaky, I think LSU's in a sneaky position to get. And I and I'll end the uh I'll end the recruiting talk uh with this guy. But a, a guy we're in a sneaky good position to get that I think people aren't expecting us to land is an out-of-state guy, Arlington, Texas, Javion Tovian. And I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But Javion is a top 40 player, one of the top DBs, not only in the state of Texas, but in the country. Yeah. And there's some people that think we're in a good position with Javion. And I I would love that. And also Arbor, uh, the edge. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, two big-time recruits. Two big-time recruits, Harbor being a five-star, that LSU seems to be, you know, in a good position. If you go look on – 
247 with Harbor, like LSU's the top on the list. Now with, with Javion, it's Texas, but still I, I like uh where we sit with some of those you land some of those guys plus what we've talked about. Ricky Collins, Jelton Sampson, Colin Jackson, Lance Hurd, DJ Chester out of Georgia. LSU's yep. looking at a top five class. Okay. And so it's going to continue to to look really positive for LSU uh, in the near future. So um, I'm excited about recruiting. But I'm more excited about this football season coming up. And fall camp is here. It has begun. Uh, Lots of things to talk about in fall camp. But before we do that, let's hit some comments, Zach. All right. Well, uh, the Golden Boot Pod said, can I pet that dog, please? Can I pet that dog? If you want to make a trip, sure. I'm assuming this is Pooh Bear. I I guess he's a big fan of dogs. So, (laughs) cool. Cool. Uh, Al Andrew said, we have to cut out the Rudy Pooh. Yes, I agree. (laughs) A lot of fans are freaking out. Uh, Golden Boot said, Chris is going to get me. I know exactly what this is about. This is about uh, saying Arch Manning is probably the number three QB in the state. So He's going to get you, boy. Uh, Brandon, we're about to get to that, man. Uh, I I have to agree. Uh, We're about to get to some camp talk. And Marshall's Damn in the building. Right. What's up, Ant? Uh, and Al Landry talking about the five-star DB. Yes. What's good? Exactly. What's good? Uh, really, really exciting uh, with LSU on the recruiting front. Yes. No doubt. So, Zach, let's talk some fall camp. Day one Dude. yesterday, what's your biggest takeaways? You know, what have you been hearing? What do you like? Go. Well, I mean, I think obviously probably one of the biggest takeaways from the camp, and a lot of people have seen this um, on Twitter and stuff like that, and things, video footage that's that's been released. Miles Brennan's running with the third with the third team, um, and it's it, it's become pretty apparent at least at the beginning. It's become pretty evident that Jaden Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer are one and two, and they're the guys battling it out for who's going to be QB one. Um, so that's definitely very interesting to me. Uh, Garrett uh, Garrett Dellinger seems healthy, seems good. Uh, he's been running with the ones. I mentioned this to you, Reagan, but a guy that I that I, I obviously knew a lot about, um, saw a lot of potential in him, but. Marcus Dumerville has been rotating in with the ones at um, left tackle, which has been very interesting, yeah. um, you know, because of Will Campbell being there. And and it seems like a lot of people had kind of penciled Will Campbell in there as the, the, the day one starter. And Dumerville is kind of having something to say about that, which is, which is really interesting. Then you've also seen, you know, you've seen Will Campbell rotate in there as well. Uh, Anthony Bradford, Mon Martinez has been at the center position, which is, um, you know, something we've also seen a lot of recently. You know, for a while there, it seemed like Garrett Dellinger was going to be at center, but Marlon Martinez seems to be the guy there. And then you have Miles Frazier and Anthony Bradford on the right side, which is really promising and, and, and just really exciting for me. So those are some takeaways offensively. Um, defensively, you know, I, I'm really interested to see the linebackers. Um, something that we haven't mentioned, uh, but a lot of people have been wondering about is Micah Baskerville. Like, where's Micah Baskerville? We ain't heard, of had, yeah, we ain't yeah. heard about him. There ain't been a lot of as much talk about him, but it seems like he's had a pretty good uh, start early on. And um, 
also the DBs. We, you know, we covered them last uh, the last show uh, this past Friday, and we wondered, you know, who was going to be, you know, kind of the starting the starting guys, and we were pretty much right on all those guys. Looks like Fouché, Brooks, uh, Jared Bernard, Converse, Banks, and Ward, and Ward are those yeah. are those five guys. Seems like Makai Garner for now. is. For now. Yeah, for now, and it seems like Makai Garner is that next guy uh, in the secondary at the corner spot. So you know, I, I'm really excited. But something that Brandon mentioned, uh, Harold Perkins. From from what I've heard and from what I've seen, looks like Harold Perkins is also impressing really early. And there people are yeah, like they, look, Harold, uh, Al Al Landry, Harold Perkins up to 220 scary. pounds. Scary. Like, yeah, yeah, that's scary, bro. So. Um, early on, man, I'm just, I'm just so pumped, bro. I'm, ugh, I'm getting wow. like jittery. Like I was thinking about it on the way driving home from work. I was like, we are less than a month away. We're less than a month away. Yep. And I cannot be more pumped, bro. I'm so excited. And now that I know that there is a big potential that I might be going to the Florida state game in the dome with the balcony Bengals, I'm even more pumped. All right. I got to, I got to talk about that real quick. I might have to have a conversation with my wife uh, <laughs> about that. Okay, like we're gonna we'd be going for like a hundred dollars, maybe a little I, bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. That and that 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 would be tickets and the game. I, I, you know, I gotta have a conversation with you know with the bride about it. I had some plans, but some things have gone south with it. Some other folks that we've had those plans with, so maybe it would be a okay. good idea to okay. change the plans and. And land down there in New Orleans come come game time, um, yeah, Zach. Y- yes, Doomerville is there, and and you know I said to you I was kind of wondering when Doomerville was gonna, you know, kind of come onto the scene because dude was no slouch in recruiting. I mean, yeah. big time guy out of Saint Aquinas, you know, out of Florida. Uh, he was a big land uh, on the offensive line in that class. Uh, and Marlon Martinez is his, was his teammate that year, and Marlon Martinez was not as highly recruited uh, mm-hmm. as uh, Doomerville was. He was a three star. Doomerville was a four star. Um, but I I was wondering when he was going to show up because I thought eventually Doomerville would be one of the guys. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I like to see him, you know, get some reps. I mean, you know, make no mistake about it. I'm I'm pretty sure Will Campbell has has been there, you know, uh, has been rotating in quite frequently with the ones, uh, from what I've heard, it wasn't like it was all doom reveal, uh, at left tackle. Yeah. There was, there was frequent change, uh, at left tackle between Doomerville and Campbell. But the interesting thing is about it is that Doomerville started there. I, I don't know if that's coming off something from spring, uh, from what they did during the summer, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where that's coming from. Maybe, maybe they want a guy who's who's a little bit older, you know, yeah. to give him a shot first. I don't know, but like you put the guy who's better out there first. So you know that that, that kind of definitely will raise some questions because it felt like Will Campbell was the only one that might be a sure you know a sure kind of guy on the yeah. offensive line, and. So we, we all kind of figured with the – I mentioned this, you know, last week, I think it was. You know, I said, you know, I'm, I wasn't too worried about the rest of the offensive line. 
you know, the only, the guys I worry about is the left tackle and the center. Like that's what I'm worried about. I mean, obviously you want your guards and your right tackle to play well too, so you can run the ball. But you know, kind of crucial the center and the left tackle position. If you could, you know, my thought was Will Campbell's going to be out there. He's a freak uh, by all implications. And so I wasn't too worried about it. You know, I was worried about who we're going to put at center. And we all figured we were going to have to cross, you know, we were going to cross train somebody. We were going to have to, you know, LSU's going to have to teach somebody to play the center role. And we thought for a while, you know, it was going to be between Charles Turner and, um, and Garrett, Garrett Dellinger, because Garrett Dellinger, you know, was doing that during the spring a little bit, uh, got hurt. Now, all of a sudden, Marlon Martinez is running the ones consistently at the center position and doesn't seem to be doing terribly. From from what I've seen, heard, doesn't seem to be doing too bad of a job. You know, I, I don't care who it is, Zach. I, I don't care if it's Marlon Martinez. I don't care if it's Garrett Dellinger. I don't care – if it's um, Charles Turner, they can freaking put Malik Neighbors at center for all cares. If the freaking snap can get – like, if they can get the snap. I, I want them to get the snap. I want them to be able to make calls, you know, call the shifts, point out the defense correctly. Yes, You know, I just want good offensive line play. I don't care who's up there, honestly. Um, um, Brian Kelly in his post-game uh, – or post-game – uh, post-practice uh, press conference, you know, mentioned that he liked the footwork of, of Anthony Bradford. We, we thought Cam Wire uh, would kind of be your your top guy there for right tackle, but Anthony Bradford has come out and put his spot, and, and they said they like the footwork and they like the, the length of Miles Frazier. Um, I, we kind of predicted the Miles Frazier over there at guard uh, somewhat. Uh, of course, we'll go into a little bit more depth when we preview the offensive line. But, you know, uh, like to see him there. But there's been some surprises with the, when it came to the offensive line, no doubt. Yeah. Um, with quarterbacks uh, so far, I mean, I don't want to make too much of it. I, I don't want to make too much of it because Brian Kelly, I mean, literally, you know, everybody wants to ask about the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, the number one thing he said was like, you know, we ain't decided nothing yet. Um, but obviously, you know, guys who are running with the ones and twos, it's a little bit of a tail, right? I yeah, mean, exactly. I mean, you, you got – they want a mobile quarterback. They want a guy who can run and throw. Two guys that can do that is Garrett Nussmeyer and Jaden Daniels. And those are the ones running with the ones that do. So, I mean, I, I don't want to say let's ride off – you know, let's, let's ride off Miles Brennan already because – I just it's way too early. Like they've had two days of practice now. I haven't honestly looked at much from the day's practice, but you know, Miles Brennan was running with the threes, and sure, that's that's kind of telling a little bit. But ultimately, you know, I said this. This was my take after the spring game that the battle was going to be between Jaden Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer, and as of right now, it's starting to pan, it is starting to pan that way, right? Uh, but Brian Kelly said, you know, can't look for anything to set for separation, you know, uh, until probably after seven days when they start doing down and distance, you know, specific things. Um, so we'll start we'll start really talking about it then, you know, when when that starts really showing. Um, but 
definitely interesting to see Miles kind of third. Um, yeah. So, Zach, something that was kind of a surprise to everybody that, you know, was kind of like, you know, that that came out of nowhere, uh, was Trey Bradford is no longer with the team. And you take a hit to your depth. Uh, obviously, you got Noah Kane there. It's his first day, uh, you know, practicing with this squad. But you, you have Noah Kane, obviously, John Emery, and you got um, Armani Goodwin and Josh Williams. But you hit it, you, you took a hit there uh, with yeah. Trey Bradford. Obviously, Brian Kelly said he couldn't talk about that for legal reasons. Uh, but, you know, what's going on there? I mean, I mean, what does that mean for the running back room, Zach? Well, I mean, for me personally, I hate it for for the for the student for the for the kid. Yeah. Like, I, I hate it. I hate that for him because he looks really good in the spring. I mean, me and Simon were there during the spring, um, and he looks really good. Broke off some big runs, um, yeah. and and we've mentioned that he is the best, and in my opinion, he's the best back receiving out of the backfield. And so I think that when you look at the running back room as a whole, I think, you know, receiving wise, they definitely took a hit because that's where he was best. But you've got so many guys there, you know, with John Emery, with Noah Kane, with Josh Williams, with Armani Goodwin, they're going to be fine. Um, And it honestly was a little to me, I think it was a little bit too full of a running back room. And so I think losing that will be a little bit better for LSU. Lose it, losing Trey will be better for LSU in the in the uh, aspect that you're going to be able to focus in more on John Emery, focus in more on Noah Kane, focus in more on Armani Goodwin. Um, you know the the handoffs and the carries don't have to get spread out as much now that one of those guys is out of the room. Um, which, speaking of running back, it seems like John Emery, which we've, you know, made this well known, and I think everybody has. Seems like John Emery and Noah Kane are the one-two punch, which I'm really excited about. Um, so, but yeah, I, I, I hate it for Trey because you know a, a lot of people know his story. Came to LSU, had a good freshman year, especially near the back back end. Then he transferred to Oklahoma. Not much going on there. Transferred back to LSU. <laughs> uh, looks really good in the spring, and now he's no longer with the team. So that was that was disappointing to hear. Uh, I hate it for him uh, as a human being, um, but I think overall it's not um, anything major that LSU fans need to worry about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll see how it pans out, you know. Uh, but he's no longer with the university. Uh, you got to move forward. You know, um, we were relying on John Emery to be the, the breakout kind of guy this year. Um, so we're going to obviously hope that is something that uh, trends in that direction now that you lost some depth. But I think ultimately uh, you will be okay at the running back uh, position uh, losing Trey. Um, Harold Perkins, man, to see him – gain 10 more pounds of muscle is something Crazy. that's really exciting uh, to hear. I mean, really exciting. Um, Brian Kelly described a suddenness about him. Uh, I like that word a lot, a suddenness uh, about him. Um, so, dude, 
linebacker may be an interesting thing. Uh, you know, I think we're going to see multiple guys play at linebacker um, this coming fall. And I think Harold Perkins is going to get some early play time. I really do. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And we'll get a little – I don't want to get too much into that because we're, you know, going to get into that uh, next segment. Um, but that's something that's, you know, really uh, been exciting um, out of, you know, one day, right, so far uh, with those guys. Um, yes, we called it with the DBs. We'll see if that holds. Um, you know, obviously, Makai Garner's there going to be battling for a spot. Major Burns is – you know, tweeted out, you know, several weeks ago that he was 100% ready to go. Um, so he's going to be, you know, looking for a spot too. I mean, there there's some guys that are, you know, there there's some depth within the defense that is is uh, nice to have. And I, I think for sure over the next, you know, several weeks of camp, I think it'll be something to watch, you know, how that depth is addressed, uh, who's with the ones, who's with the twos. Um, because, I mean, ultimately, some of the twos are going to get playing time. You know, if they're considered a two, they're going to get playing time in the season because you got to give guys a rest, got to give guys a breather. And, you know, when you pull a guy out like that, you're want you you're going to want to know who's there, you know, to take their spot. Definitely. Um, obviously, Zach, um, the defensive line looks massive. Looks looks to be probably uh, – It's I think I, I, it could be the argue arguably it's the best it's the group. best position group. It's the best the group. Yeah. It is. Look, we're re- receiver is is stacked. Yes. But the experience and the depth that the offense the defensive line, excuse me, brings, I think goes a little bit deeper uh than the receiving room. Like the receiving that's, room. That's a big take for some people. It, I understand, but I there's some young guys, you know, in in the uh, the receiving room. I mean, Desh had a lot of playtime last year. I think he's a guy you can rely on. Um, I think obviously Kayshawn Butte, Brian Thomas came on a little bit last year, but guys, you know, Malik Neighbors showed some flashes and obviously is really impressing in the offseason so far. But like guys like Chris Hilton. And, and Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas have got a lot of growing to do from the previous years, whereas guys like Mason Smith are like freaks. Um, and obviously, you got Jaquelin Roy, B.J. Ojalari, Ojalari, uh, Ali Gay, um, Micaiah Wingo. Like, I, it, That's true. it's going to be exciting. Uh, Jacoby and Gilroy. Quincy Wiggins, I think it's a little bit deeper and a little bit – I don't know how you, you compare, you know, defensive line to receiver, but <laughs> I'm I, I, I am most excited about the defensive line uh, this coming year because I think it's going to be a freak show. I think I think our LSU is going to have the best defensive line in the, in, in, in the SEC. That's just my opinion, obviously. Maybe a little bit biased, but obviously Bama, Will Anderson is going to be your best – it, you know, is he like an edge guy? Is he, or is he like a linebacker? What I just know he's a freak. He's definitely Will Anderson's. I mean, the best player in college football. Yeah, but I think yeah. when it comes to the defensive line group as a whole, LSU is going to have the deepest. Um, speaking of Will Anderson, I think that dude could be one of the first guys. And who was the last 
Charles Woodson, wasn't he the last? Um, Charles I think Woodson, so. last defensive Heisman. I if Will Anderson has another season like last year and is not in New York, if he is not in New York and he has another season uh, like he Woodson, did last year, correct. Charles Woodson, mm. I. I would be throwing a fit as an Alabama fan. I'm just saying. Anyways, so that's what we've seen so far from the LSU camp. We'll continue to obviously discuss that as it moves forward. There's a lot of camp to go uh, and a lot of stuff to discuss as, you know, depth and uh, playing time and who's with who's playing what and quarterbacks obviously is going to be a hot topic until the first snap against Florida State, and we will continue to cover it. Uh, but we're going to cover and preview the linebackers group specifically now. So we're about to um, uh, hit a quick break. Um, but before we do, we, we do want to hit a few comments, Zach. Yeah, let's do it. Um, we'll so break. Tyler Townsend is in the building. We appreciate Tyler joining in. What's up, Tyler? Absolutely. Um, and I have to agree. We'll talk uh, about this with Brandon. Brandon said Perkins, Mike Jones, Greg Penn would be interesting trio. I have to definitely agree with that. Um, I'm not sure what Blake is saying here. Shave the goat. Shave the goat. Um, I don't see any goats around here. I'm not sure. Does Joe Burrow but have a beard? We're going to shave Joe Burrow. Does Joe Burrow have a beard? I don't know. Harold he said Perkins shave the goat. It's so. the Reagan of linebackers. I'm not. I, does he have a big jolly red beard? I, I <laughs> jolly know. red beard. Pass <laughs> <laughs> the junior, pass the third. Jolly. Pasta Junior. Okay, so on your show, Blake, you know, you read it pasta. You pasta. read it pasta. And I knew when I put it out and I sent it, I was like, I was like, okay, that says pasta, but hopefully he'll get its pasta. Pasta. It's pasta. Like yes. pasta. Uh, but <laughs> anyways, but he read it and it was pasta. And I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, oh, it is what it is. Uh, and, and, uh, he said, I, he said, uh, what does that mean? When I said uh, it's longer than one of Pastor Junior's uh, messages, well, I'm talking about my sermon, obviously. <laughs> you said some. Uh, uh, what was it? Pooh Bear said the the intro was longer than a CBS receipt, and I said it's longer <laughs> than one of Pastor Junior's messages. And tip, that's pretty long. Okay, I, I can get long winded every now and then, so I don't know how to keep my mouth shut. Wow. So, okay. Okay. Uh, but. <laughs> Anyways, that's what I meant. I wasn't talking about pasta. I wasn't talking about noodles. <laughs> pasta. We're, talking about, we're talking about Alfredo and goats. That's, yes, that's Alfredo the conversation goats. we're having. Uh, I think that <laughs> means we need to break. Let's hit a quick break. And we'll come back and talk about the linebackers after this. Five Star Hero. Your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Five Star Hero. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, Attorney at law. What's up, yeah. Daniel? What's going on, guys? What's up, yeah, fellas? Man. Zach Ray. Are you Heck excited, yeah. bro? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I smell I, I, look, I smell I smell boudin crackling. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on the grill. You know, it's look, it's almost football season. You know, it's, yes, it's almost sir. that time, baby. Less than Actually, a month it away, is football baby. season. Yeah. Yeah, it's here. I mean, we yeah, we had man. football last night. We did exactly. football last Exactly. I mean, and I did not watch it, but yeah. <laughs> I watched it, a little man. bit. I watched a little bit. I mean, yeah. LSU had a little showing last night. I mean, I, I mean heard, man. Arden Key and Caleb on Chasson out there having a good time. I mean, so and, and and Tyron Johnson. Now I know I, I know I know Tyron Johnson transferred from LSU, but Tyron, you know, for once a Tiger, forever Tiger. Tyron Johnson right. out there pushing for that that third spot for the Raiders yeah. offense. I mean, I mean, obviously yeah. you got Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. I mean, that third wideout spot's kind of up for grabs. Tyron Johnson. Was the he main looked, target last night. He looked good last Bro, night. Bro, he I don't know if you guys watched him last year. He played very well last year, also. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. You know. Uh, Speaking of other pro guy. tigers, DJ Chark looks to be doing really well at the Lions, he too. Does. So, anyways. Shout out to the Sinlaw boy. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not here to talk about NFL yet. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about NFL. Uh I, I don't know. I, I think. Some of y'all also watch UFC. We got I got to talk about UFC on this show eventually too, because oh, I see the chat talking about UFC a lot. Some of y'all's chats. I'm big time into UFC, and I'm the only one in my family that is Zach. Hey, and I Dad, love Izzy. I haven't got bro. into it. I just haven't got. Come I'm a on, disc man. golf guy. Hey, he's he's UFC. I'm disc golf. I guess that makes you know like people punching each other in the face, bro, and like men and. I just hey, haven't gotten it. into it yet. I, just got, I, I think it's, I think it's interested. I just haven't gotten invested yet. I'm, I'm I, telling I you right cool. now. I just haven't gotten invested. Hey, like real life you said you like man. Izzy. Yeah, I love Izzy. Card two eighty one. Did you see hey. it? I just seen it. What November the twelfth or eleventh? Is is the belt finna get taken? I mean, nah. nah. Honestly, though, the if, dude if beat him twice. If he performs how he did the last fight, yeah, he's gonna get his butt kicked. Yeah, that last fight was probably one of the most boring yeah, fights I've yeah, watched of his. It it he played it super duper safe. Yeah, if if, if that impressed. happens, AP may put him out. Oh <laughs> yeah, he will. No doubt about it. Anyways, anyways, but enough about UFC. I could talk. <laughs> exactly. I, I literally you know, you know, could sit here and talk about it. I love. Yeah, you know how that that's how I feel about baseball. That's how okay. I feel about baseball. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, so linebackers, linebackers, uh, Daniel, we have you on at, here as a guest, so uh, we'll give yeah. you first shot at it. You know, yeah. what are you looking forward? Obviously, we want to get your your, your starters, but yeah. what do you think about the linebacker group as a whole? How how can they all contribute as well? Honestly, um, you know, of course, it's, my opinion is based on what kind of defensive scheme we're running, but as a whole, I feel like we do have a lot of talent there. And, you know, with the emergence of Mike Jones, you know, kind of being that leader, uh, you know, showing up at media days, you know, kid has an excellent personality. But not only oh, that, man. kid played a lot at Clemson. Um, and, you know, it looked like he beefed up. He looks really good. And he's super-duper athletic. So he could possibly be a sideline-to-sideline side guy for yeah. us. And I've seen in some of those drills where he was at the mic. I don't know if he's going to play Mike this year, uh, depending on the size. But we'll see. But, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him, looking forward to see the improvement of Baskerville. Uh, Baskerville, he's kind of been like that, um, man, linebacker that played a couple of, year ago, a couple of years ago for us uh, from St. Aug. I think he signed in the same class as, um, as Leonard Fournette. Donnie, is, was it Donnie? I don't know when Donnie Jones. But 
either way, um, he kind of reminds me of that. You know, he, he's this is going to be his time to actually come in and uh, be that senior. You know, be that leader. Hopefully. So I, I I don't know is, is he still suspended guys or is he is he back Do you guys know He's been From, practicing He's at camp He's been practicing he's okay. at yeah. camp Perfect. yeah Perfect because I know at the beginning of the camp uh, for something you know we heard rumors about him not being there or doing workouts <laughs> or something like that Kid is always in trouble but maybe he's, he's going to take a turn We'll see Well I'm but, I'm kind of hoping that it can be similar to like a Demone Clark situation like yeah. like where you know you kind of expected him to just explode last year and he had a good season. He'd have a great season. Right. Um, maybe that's this year. Maybe that's right. just now. It seems like he's a little right bit here. behind right now early on. Right. But I mean, Damone Clark burst onto the scene last year. Maybe it's a similar situation with Baskerville. I, I hope so. Well, I mean, guys, also, if you could remember Damone Clark's his, his junior year, I'm not going to lie to you. I was one of those guys that was like, hey, get that kid off the field. Get him out. All right. Get him out. <laughs> get him off the field. <laughs> And last year, I mean, last year he was a rock star, you know. Yeah. So I mean, he, that major improvement, and of course, you know, the coaching, him being able to relate to his coaches, uh, probably helped also. And the scheme was a little bit better. Uh, yeah, so I mean, that sure. kind of helped. So I think basketball can be a player this year. I really do. Uh, also, seen a lot with Greg Penn. Um, oh, for yeah. sure. You know, Greg Penn sure. can come out and he can kind of probably do something off the edge and, and help us there also. So, you know. I'm excited about those guys. I'll tell you what about Greg Penn. When our defense was decimated last year, yeah, uh, and when it, when it came to the Ole Miss game, and it just got to the point where it was embarrassing with the Ole Miss game. Like the, yeah. the only bright spot I felt like in the, on the defensive side with the Ole Miss game was Greg Penn. Greg Penn had, yeah. I think, had a great game uh, yeah. when it came to uh, the Ole Miss game last year. Uh, y'all, y'all, I know y'all said Micah Baskerville, Zach. I know you said kind of like. Breakout, Damone Clark. I, I, I just gotta be honest. I don't expect that out of, out of Michael Baskerville. Sure. I think here's my comparison. Could go either way. Here's my comparison. Okay, I think Mike Jones could have a Damone Clark type year. I think he can have a a Patrick Queen type of year. And that I think huge. I think Baskerville could be a Jacob Phillips type of guy. Like you know, not not like the top guy. But he's there and he's consistent. But you look right? up and you're like, oh crap, yeah. he's got like oh, a ton of tackles. <laughs> right. Like Jacob Phillips was was a guy who honestly was a tackle I feel like, like he was, man. He, yeah, he I mean he got overlooked because of Patrick Queen. That's right. Uh, just a just a little bit in twenty nineteen. And and I thought that Jacob Phillips was a I mean, he was. He was a great linebacker. I mean, he's the, he's there with the Cleveland Browns. So I think, you know, I would love to have a, you know, Damone Clark, um, you know, Patrick Queen type of year out of uh, Mike Jones. And I would love for Baskerville to become that kind of Jacob Phillips consistent type yeah. of guy. Um, Greg Penn uh, is one guy that I, I'm high on. Uh, I mean, yeah. I like his potential. And he's young. I mean, I think he's a sophomore, I think, this year. Um, so, man, if he could play a big role this year, gain some experience and grow, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that would be huge for next year's linebacking linebacker you know, core yeah. group, but guys, I mean, y'all gotta, y'all gotta give me your takes on Harold Perkins. Uh, this guy's going to get some play time. He's going to get some play time. We talked about him a little bit, you know, yeah. in the previous with camp, because obviously he's been showing out and he's two twenty now, Daniel, yeah. tell me what you think about Harold Perkins, man. So the kid has a buzz, right? 
And then no. this is something that we're also going to talk about on the Golden Boot. You know what I'm saying? This this, this Sunday. For but sure. the, the, the kid, the kid definitely has a buzz, man. And uh, you've been seeing a lot of good things come out about him. What he's six one, six two, two twenty, flying around yeah. the football, a freaking beast. But I do want us to kind of tamper expectations just a little bit. For the sure. reason why I For say sure. that is because he still is a freshman. He still has to learn the playbook. You know what I'm saying? No and not only that, people don't factor in that this kid is still waking up and going to class in the morning. You know, yeah. this is new to him. You know, hey, mom's not there to, to wake him up. He's having a transition to be a yeah, college kid. exactly, exactly. So people, hey, you got to factor that in also. You know, he's got to study. You know what I'm saying? So factor that in. He's a freshman. I think he's definitely going to get some playing time. I wouldn't – if he's starting at the end of the season, I'm hoping that it's not due to injury, but the fact that he's just that Slow amazing. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah. my thing is I don't want to have to rely on a freshman at that position. For sure. For sure. You know? For sure. So I mean, kind of – go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say I, I've mentioned this before, and I, I know like people like Carter have mentioned this. I foresee him, you know, getting in in certain package situations and kind yes. of playing a Marcel Brooks type role. Yeah, I know that's same. I know that's been mentioned by a lot of people, but I've thought it myself, and I, that excites me because you got a guy that that's young and wants to prove himself and has has a lot of speed and has a lot of bulk to him. I mean, two twenty and it's just muscle, right? And you just tell him, "Hey, go get the quarterback. Yeah. Go get on the edge." Get past, get past your guy, and go obliterate the quarterback. I mean, that's what Marcel Brooks did. Like, they came in, and his objective was go. Go get it. And hey, I can, think, I, can I? I would can love I say to see something that. real quick too, real quick. And I do not mean to interrupt, but don't you guys oh, no, think like good. the the Marcel Brooks comparison is kind of like the Joe Burrow comparison? Like, we're always looking for that next Marcel Brooks. We're always looking for that next Joe Burrow uh, <laughs> yeah, for the 2019 true, true. season. You know, I true. think I think I, I think that's that. with everybody, right? Right? Like, yeah, yeah. For 2019, yeah, like now it's like yeah. Kayshawn Jamar, Kayshawn Jamar. It's right? the standard. It's the standard. Exactly. Exactly. It's, I think it's, it's this. I mean, it should be. You went 15 and 0, perfect season, record yeah. break, arguably the best college football team ever. I mean, it should be the standard. Uh, now yeah. it's a really high. It's a really high standard. Really Let's not lie, yeah. but yeah. but I mean that's that's to be expected. Yeah, look, I, I, Zach, I gotta fully agree with what you said, and I, with the whole package thing, especially being a freshman, because I mean, look, you go watch his high school tape. That's kind of what he did, mm-hmm. right? You, he's got speed. They played him at running back. I mean, he yeah. was he was a great running back in high school. Yeah. Uh, and kind of like a little Devin White, Patrick you know? Queen, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Patrick Queen, yes. So I mean, he has speed for sure. And he's definitely a guy that's like can go stand, you know, on the edge of the line and like let the entire offensive line know, hey, I'm I'm gonna get I'm your quarterback in this play. Exactly. And there's not much you can do about it because my feet are gonna be faster than you. Right. I'm like gonna take your grits. Yeah, like <laughs> like just be really intimidating. Like a guy yeah. who's jumpy on the line, who who like he comes in and there's gonna be speed, and when he's standing in there, you're like, Oh crap, they're like come. Like, there's no joke. This is happening right now. Third down, you know, type of, of, of guy, like, come in and, and just, you know, don't let them get the first down. Attack the quarterback. Uh, so, I'm really excited about him uh, and his future with LSU because I think it's bright. Uh, I mean, it's really bright to be a true freshman, getting this type of praise, to, to already already put 10 pounds on over this summer. Uh, I think that speaks to guys I, I hate, okay, I don't. I hate to bash anybody, 
but one thing I didn't mention in the fall camp, or I keep saying fall camp, camp, the, the, the lack, this is a good lack, though, how minimal the injuries are this year. Yeah, not worse than how minimal. Everybody, 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 okay. But listen, <laughs> the team yeah. seems to be in so much better shape. They seem to be in so much better shape. And guys like Harold Perkins, true freshman, threw in one summer, put on 10 pounds of muscle, right? Yeah. Like, I hate to, you know, obviously, Tommy. You know uh, what he did. Hey, speak the truth, Reagan. Come like, on, man. Just speak it, brother. It he was there a long time. Respect to his legacy and his tenure here at LSU. But, bro, it was an it was exhausting the last few years. Washed out. The Washed constant out. injuries. The the lack of of stamina. Hands on the hips all the time. I mean, oh, we come into <laughs> we come into camp. And it's like we got a long list of this guy's limited. This guy's not practicing. He's questionable for and the your first best game, guys. Blah, blah, blah. Your and best like, guy. And you're like, Always. God, dog, who are we gonna pull out there? Who we're not gonna be ready for the first game because all of us are gonna be playing like we're they're gonna be practicing for like a week Imagine when they're healthy. Out there. Right? <laughs> so I mean, the only thing that like they said like Besh had some shin splints. Like that's mm-hmm. it. I love it. I love it. I you know, take love to see those things. So hats off to to Jake Flint coming yeah. in, being aggressive, uh, and the entire strength and conditioning class to or strength and conditioning uh, uh, group to get these guys in shape, ready for camp, and minimal you know minimal injury. Uh, let's hope we keep it that way. But man, that really is exciting uh, for the future because you're like, you know, these past few years it's been exhausting. It's been absolutely exhausting. So that's just. I'm excited for Harold Perkins and, and and him putting that weight on too. It's just so fast, man. If I could if I could piggyback off of you, I am yes. like one of those guys who love you know loves to talk to the players about you know strength uh, the strength and uh, nutrition yes. program. I do like that because I think that's where your your guys are built. That's where it starts no at. No you doubt. know what I'm saying? And I've over the years I got so tired of seeing our trenches just get pushed around. Like, my guy, you're 6'6", 330 pounds. <laughs> Why is this 280-pound defensive tackle bullying you? You know, yeah, like, no that, that has been the most aggravating thing. So seeing those guys, especially at media days, seeing how Mike Jones looks, uh, looks seeing B.J. Ojolari, like, those guys look great. They're built, you know, man. Quincy, yeah, I mean, they look yeah. great, man. Quincy Wiggins, you know, Healthy. freshman, true freshman. Yeah. I mean, they look great. Makai. Uh, McCall looks amazing. I'm telling you. Pause. I know we're not talking to – it's okay. You Iron Tiger, it. man. Iron I'll Tiger. Say, Iron Tiger. All day. <laughs> but, look, I, I'll, I'll say this. I know we're not talking defensive line, but y'all know I love my I love my D-line. Yeah, man. I'll say that kid is going to have a great season. And shout-out to my boy Jacoby. He's going to have a yes. great season also. But Wingo, mark it. For sure. For sure. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, let's get our take, you know, our, our, starting, our starting three. Who's going to be your starting three, Daniel? And then we'll go Zach, and then I'll wrap it up. Who's your starting um, three linebackers? It's, it's kind of obvious, man. Mike, Mike Jones, Micah. Yeah. Um, do we want to throw BJ in with the linebackers? Maybe. I mean, Maybe. I, I mean, we know he's coming off the edge. 
right? And we know we're possibly be gonna we're gonna be running a what? A could uh, be three, three four three four sometimes. Three yeah. four defense. So I mean, well, yeah. okay, now that now. So let's go. Uh, Mike Jones, Michael Baxterville, and possibly Greg Pitt. Yeah, definitely. Let's just stick with traditional four three. That's, yeah, let's, three let's, guys. Let's, Sure. Uh, but yes, I'm completely with you there, uh, Daniel. But I, I'll tell you what, I am excited to see what Colby Fields and West Weeks offer. I mean, they yes, both transferred yes. in, you know, mm-hmm. both trans Colby Fields, you know, transferred in from South Carolina, SEC program. He looks really good. Um, mm-hmm. he needs, I think he needs to bulk up a little bit. Um, but and then, and then also West Weeks, another guy that transferred in from, from Virginia. You know how much I I think when you look at that, and you have Colby Fields and you have uh, West Weeks, yeah. that excites me because the depth uh, is is two experienced yeah. guys. I mean, West Weeks was a dude over at Virginia, and then Colby Fields, obviously coming from another SC program, is huge. So and and has the experience at another SC program. So the depth is is experienced. Um, and it's talented. So I, I'm excited. Obviously, I have to go with the same three, but the guys behind them, I'm really excited about too. And don't forget guys like like Jared Small, you know, and Demario Tolan. So yeah, yeah. You, there's no doubt. There's there's some depth in there. I mean, I I think we got a unanimous decision here. I'll take Jones. I'll take Baskerville. I'll take Penn. Uh, I think it, that'll be your your starting three for sure. Uh, but you got to love the depth. I mean, mm-hmm. at the linebacker, we were. It felt like we were missing a lot. We were have to replace a lot uh, this yeah. offcoming season, and we went out and we got some depth. And um, I'm excited about, about this group now a lot more than where we were at the end of the season. Um, so, yes, I'll take the unanimous three, um, Daniel. To wrap it up, one more thing with every person uh, we, we uh, you know, we we. Have them on. We have a preview, a, a thing with us. But we also want to get your season predictions. We want to get your sure. season expectations, your season predictions. What do you want to see out of the first season with Brian Kelly? And then yeah. give me your final record prediction. Yeah. Okay. So I would say what I want to see out of BK uh, in this LSU team is discipline, structure, yeah, organization. Um, something that we we've been lacking the last couple of seasons. Um, I want to. I want to be able to see us get a play in and still have 15 seconds <laughs> on a play clock to go. You know, dear <laughs> like, lord. And we're not rushing. No. I'm not having a heart attack. Oh my ball, gosh! You know, let let the quarterback. Just freaking like, play in! Oh my yeah. gosh! Right, let the quarterback be able to <laughs> punch the middle line back out. You know, like, so that's what I'm looking for. Just organization, man. Just yeah. You know, can our guys get lined sure. up right? And uh, not only that, can we compete and be physical and dominant in the trenches again? Because we we all know that, you know, BK, whenever it comes to, you know, O-line play, he's very – he's always produced great offensive linemen. And uh, that's what I'm looking for. And the development of our roster. um, And not – you know, we get a lot of guys that come in and they don't – they really don't do much, you know. Like I'm, I, I want to see Cardell Thomas get in, you know what I'm saying, and not only get in but show his dominance, you know, because we know that kid can ball. So I want to see that, you know, I want to see Jacobian develop um, and be an All American in the future, hopefully. Yep. You know, those type of players like that that came in with a name that probably in the past 
they wouldn't have. I want to see those guys be able to be developed. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, season expectations uh, whenever it comes to a record. I think, honestly, people may call me biased. I think our floor is probably eight and four. Eight and four. I think our ceiling could possibly be 10 and two. Uh, I say 10 and two. I see Alabama, of course, being a tough game for us. Uh, just because every year, you know, the, the talent they have. And uh, I see Tennessee possibly being a tough game for us. Um, for sure. A&M, of course, the talent that they have on their roster, it's always, not always, but it's starting to become elite. And I think we do need to pay attention to that because you can't keep stacking four and five stars like that and not expect the team to be good. Yeah. Eventually it's going to happen, you know. Um and then lastly, Auburn. I mean, we never know what Auburn's going to get. Um, they always play us tough. So, we, you know, we never know. Now, I know a lot of people are saying, like, Ole Miss and Mississippi State, we need to respect them. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. That Mississippi State beatdown a couple of years ago was a fluke. My guy only runs four plays. And if you can't figure that <laughs> out, there's something wrong with you, right? And Lane Kemp yeah. and Ole Miss, we know Lane is a wizard. But at the end of the day, can his team play defense? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So and you no longer have Matt Corral. Y'all, exactly. I had – People are saying had, Jackson Dart. I'm telling you right now, Luke Altmeyer may take the first step. I'm telling you yeah. right now. Yeah. I'm telling you. Y'all, I had an Ole Miss fan today tell me that they thought that the Ole Miss defensive line was probably the best in the SEC. And I was like, I like you're stupid. You know, I like that confidence. <laughs> You got some, hey, you got some confidence on you for sure, but that's stupid. But, but common sense, you <laughs> don't God got me. it. Right. Oh, Miss, that's even Miss. Right. Oh, God, anyway, no. anyway. crazy. But yeah. yeah, so man, that that's all. And honestly, first game of the season, I'm so ready. You guys are gonna go to that Florida Ooh. State game. I'm going. I'm all going. Right, we got I, I, I gotta go. convince got Reagan. Link, I gotta brother. convince Reagan. Yeah, I gotta go. On, Reagan. You're going. You're going, Daniel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Oh, Leave heck it, yes. Let's go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, man, I, I just want to come out that first game. I don't know if you guys seen the video of the Florida State guy coming out today because they're in pads. He's all hype. We need to come out and we need to punch him in the mouth. That's all I'm yes. waiting for. That's it. Bro, if I we come out and beat them like <laughs> if we come out and beat touchdowns. them like 31 to 10, 31 14, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, right. I'm gonna be like, yo. <laughs> like, yo look out. Watch out, boys. But you but you know. You know, we have to be humble and we have to take our no biases doubt. out. No doubt. But there's no reason why Florida State should even. No. No. I'm sorry. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Hey, we I got would... a couple of comments. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we okay. need to address. Okay. Yeah. You, you, okay. Your, your boys right. are picking on you just a little bit. Just a little bit. who it is. <laughs> True story. Daniel chose our outro song <laughs> on HBC Hour. A song titled Headbus. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, hey, I, I almost introduced you as a walking billboard, but I I, I felt bad. I, wow. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do oh, it. I, we're we're a little bit nicer. We're a little bit nicer than you. Come boys. on, wow. <laughs> no, nah, we love you. We love you having you on. Dave. We would have brought you on twice if we we didn't love having you on. All right. Uh, they also said, "Ask Daniel, why do you have good takes on other people's show?" <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, you know what? Because like we can't all be serious on our show, you know what I'm saying? You got Ant, <laughs> Ant is, like the yeah. freaking yeah. yeah, like and let Ant, you know do that. I play my role, you know what I'm saying? I look play your role. You play, 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 play your role. role. Like, 
they also said, "Ask TA, did y'all write Daniel's answers for him? Uh, only when it comes to baseball. Only yeah. when it comes to baseball. Only on baseball. Go Tigers. <laughs> hey, go Tigers, baby. <laughs> Dude, I'll never oh, forget boy. that. I'll never forget that when we, when we asked you about that. And you're like, you know, all I got to say is go Tigers. <laughs> go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, that's, sure. that's his baseball take. <laughs> Daniel, we appreciate you having on, buddy. Appreciate you, you joining. Man, hey, guys, if y'all haven't it. checked them out, y'all go check out the Gold Boot Pod. Daniel's a part of them. Uh, they do great work. They Obviously, they cover uh, LSU. They cover Louisiana uh, high school football. They cover HBCU. They do some great work. Y'all y'all go check the Gold Boot Pod out and go follow Daniel on his personal accounts as well. Uh, thanks for coming on, Daniel. Appreciate your opinions and your predictions you, and expectations. Guys. Appreciate y'all, man. Absolutely, absolutely. See y'all in we'll spaces. Yeah, man. Or in Nola. Or in Nola. There you go. Or in Nola. Hey, there for sure in Nola. For sure in Nola. <laughs> for sure in Nola. All right. All right, let's hit a quick right, break, folks. and then we'll wrap it up right after this. Make sure you go close. follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Yes, sir. It's been a great show here in the Tigers Avenue. Appreciate Daniel jumping in. Uh, Make sure you go follow us on everything at Tigers Avenue. Appreciate y'all joining in, interacting, uh, dropping your questions. Obviously, Pooh Bear for for Daniel. We'll catch you next time, though, in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero, take us out. Peace. Who that? Who that? Five Star. Who that? Who that? Five Star. And the LSU Tigers. LSU Tigers. Who that? Who that? Five Star. Who that? Who that? Five Star.